Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. It's officially March when the madness arrives at MyBookie. Select winners from 63 tournament games in the My Bracket contest for a chance at 10000 in cash prizes, and it's only one single dollar entry. Sign up today at mybookie.ag and use the promo code DRINKINGBROS to secure your deposit bonus up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Yeah. Yeah, we're here, kids. It's that time. Finally, Final Four is here. Thank you, boys, for letting us join your show. Yeah. You asked nicely. We considered it. Yep. We initially said no. And we brought on uh, one of our favorites, Alex Monaco, because he's got the most energy of anybody that gambles on sports. I don't know how you're not uh, suicidal. We'll see. What, what is that? You got a little surfboard in the background there, Alex? We're, we're down in SoCal, my man. We got to show Look, it's as Texas as it can be on your set. I got to go do a little Matthew McConaughey taking your text and splashing it with SoCal. A little Kimasabi behind me, a little waves, a little uh, something in my cup on a Friday. Glad to be back. <laughs> cheers, cheers. Um, I checked out of a hotel room uh, maybe about an hour ago, and I just I couldn't leave this. I couldn't leave this behind. <laughs> it is a little <laughs> tiny bottle of barefoot Chardonnay, and uh, I just I couldn't. I don't. I couldn't. Let me stop I you. Leave it. You came in hot today, complaining about your shit uh, did. not being good anymore. I did, yeah. Why, if you were checking out of a hotel room mm-hmm. this morning, did you not leave a disaster for the crew there? <laughs> Didn't have to go then. Oh, I see. Yeah. I do that. That's why I drink coffee early in the morning. I don't even need the caffeine because I'm on Adderall all day, baby. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I drink caffeine in the morning, especially when I'm on the road, to make sure I dump out in that hotel room. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. getting my fucking money's worth. Yeah, you and you, you have to there, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and I go through all the towels, every single uh, washcloth. Oh yeah. Dude. Every even the media. Medium-sized towels, which I don't even know what the fuck those are for. Bath those mat, are all for, of it. Those I, are I for spreading out on the bed while you're eating Chipotle in bed watching ESPN late at night. God. Yeah. And the God, small God, ones God. are obviously for cleaning up the jizz after you pound off 60 or 70 times. Yeah, and so, Alex, um, Dan here, uh, Fake Dan, has Crohn's. So nobody knows a, a better shit on this planet than, than Fake Dan, obviously. You get first priority boarding planes for that, don't you? That's like a... A, a subtle benefit? Yeah, they actually pushed me in, in a, on a wheelchair. So I, I, yeah. <laughs> a wheelchair, but it's got like a fucking uh, dump out bucket underneath it. Yeah, yeah, it's a toilet seat. It's a, <laughs> how, how awesome would that be if that were true? Holy shit! Uh, it'd be the greatest. It'd be the greatest. I don't know if it'd be worth it to announce to the world that you had Crohn's just to get a free ride <laughs> yeah, to the it fucking. Absolutely game. would be. You got to so, exploit every opportunity you can. That's yeah, right. Now you're thinking like a white man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're now boarding uh, any any customers or passengers with babies, military veterans. Yeah, I just get Crohn's disease. I flip off the veteran. Yeah. Just. <laughs> you're like you, you push a fucking old World War II vet down out of the way. Get out of the way, old man. I take his uh, Vietnam veteran hat, just throw it on my head. <laughs> USS Crohn's. <laughs> oh, shit. This is a goddamn sports show, folks. It is, and you're welcome for it. Let's start with uh, Roy Williams. Uh, Alex, were you surprised that he retired from UNC yesterday on April Fool's? We, we go 29 round one NCAA victories in a row. I bet my whole utility bill savings account for the month on the freaking pick them and the Badgers destroy him and he, and he pulls a Drew Brees? Yeah. Not, I, I, no, I'm not happy. I'm not happy about it. I mean, obviously, decorated career, great great leader of men, uh, 
decent uh, white boy dance moves, I would say. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a certified GIF on the Twitterverse. But yeah, big time. I don't know how you leave after being one and done in, in the tournament like that. I don't. I, at least he didn't pull a fucking Andrew Luck and wait until like close to next season and then, right. then bail out. You know what I mean? That's true. He got That's it out of the way fast, right? He's, so we were talking about it right on air before yeah. we got on air, Hot Bob. I, I think this was the proper time to get out because UNC is, is losing its luster. They've got to go through a rebuild. And I think it was a it was a nice like, hey, let's remember that national uh, title I won in 2017 and then move on with my life. How old is he? He's fucking 70. And like his five star recruit freshman, Caleb Love, like wants to transfer. And he was only a first round. Like, dude, he's just like, fuck this. I'm ready to go. Well, look, we we can see who's in the final four now. It's two mid majors and two major conferences, but not the not the fucking teams you would have expected other than Baylor. Baylor, we wanted to be here. UCLA is a surprise, right? Yeah, but. For all their fucking faults, the pack still can put in a basketball team every now and again. That's about it, right? Yes, yes. Uh, but they're, uh, man, I- I'm, I'm not surprised by this. And I'm, what I am surprised by, I understand the panic from Kansas. I don't understand why they signed self again for this long-term contract. These old coaches that are built around uh, recruitment of high-profile prospects are done in college basketball. That shit's over, man. Unless you change your strategy radically right now, you've got no chance in making it anymore, right? Look at, uh, look at the, te- look at the team. Self isn't as one no. and done as the other, as the other He's guys. He's not. That's fair. He's not. But, I mean, they have been. Like their in, last in some, big yeah. one and done class was Wiggins and Embiid, right? Yeah. 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 So. They don't win with one and dones. I don't think he, he – like, he, he would rather go the Mark Few route route and like get like a Jalen Suggs and then slap yeah. it together with juniors and seniors and shit like that. Well, they've made the transfer portal a lot easier now, right? After COVID. Right. Yeah. So is that going to continue into the future? Or is that something that's going to no, get cut thing. off? No, that's a thing now. Yeah, okay. that's a thing now. And Alex, um, I, I, I personally think that they made the move because it literally happened to them with Roy Williams, where he left to go to UNC. UNC, let's face it, is probably the biggest job in college basketball. It's up there. It'd be like being head coach at Alabama or Ohio State at this point um, in football. So who do they get? Hey, how upset is Shaka Smart right now? He's like, dude, <laughs> I just went to Marquette two <laughs> cup of coffee ago. I could have went to UNC. Yeah. I don't know that they would have taken no Shaka chance. Smart. No, no chance. No, 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 no. no. But who do they How take? far did you guys have Texas going? Final four uh, on, as Texas uh, national race. national championship. Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, big Dan should answer that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you had him in the natty. The well, pe- the for I, I I had Gonzaga winning it all, but like yeah, for yeah. the our bracket challenge mm-hmm. or whatever, I, of course you got to be different. You want to you want to try to win the bracket by yourself. So I took Texas to win it all. Yeah, that's a good uh, statement from James Altucher, a guy we had on the show recently. It's better to be, uh, if you read his book, it's better to be uh, the only than the than one of the best. Right, right. right. Yeah, so like it's a category of one, right? Like Nike or Coke or something like that. I get it. That's why you bet on golf all the time. Yeah. Well, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Altucher. Did you ask him about uh, Seinfeld ripping him? Oh, uh, yeah. We went yeah, into yeah, the whole yeah. thing. He yeah. was on this week. That, you know, we've done, fuck, thousands of episodes. Like, that guy was a top ten interview of yeah. all time, and uh, we're gonna and write it we're, out of the park. We're gonna write a book together for sure. He's he's an incredible dude, yeah. man. Um, yeah, Fascinating with the, guy. with yeah. Uh, with your statement regarding picking somebody different, mm-hmm. you have to in our at Drinking Bros uh, Sports, which is a private Facebook group. We did a bracket challenge. We do it every year. This year, we gave a, away a signed Allen Iverson uh, Georgetown Hoyas jersey to the winner. Um, I checked the the brackets. There was over I don't know, two or three hundred submitted. Mm. There's 50 people in there who had Baylor and Gonzaga in the finals. So, yes, well, that's you who, have to go different. But that's who we picked before yeah. the season started, too. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Because yes. 
that was like picking uh, well, Clems- it, Clemson and fucking Ohio Alabama State. and yeah. Ohio State yeah. to be in the fucking. It's Gonzaga. It's Baylor. And then everyone else yeah, is like yeah. here. I agree. Yeah, yeah. 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 Baylor's going to have to play Can I game. throw this theory out to you guys? Because this is how I did my bracket. I, I, because you feel, I feel like Gonzaga's always, the moment's been too big for him when you get mm. into the football stadium for Final Four and it's 60, 80,000 heads, what have yeah. you. I said, or at least, because I have Gonzaga winning it all, but my bracket's shot. Thank you, Illinois. Uh, <laughs> Same. I picked Illinois as well. You know, like the less crowds hurt the big schools like the North Carolinas, the Dukes, the Q, what accuses all, all down the list this year. And then the small schools like Gonzaga, where they're playing in front of that many people helped them. And that's why they're coasting. I made this point earlier before the, the tournament even started. I agree. Cause I think something that's fucking with NBA players too is not yeah. having a crowd. Like it, those guys that are energy players that aren't hearing the roar of the crowd. Let's be real. These guys are fucking gladiators, man. They want to hear that shit and it pumps them up, gives them adrenaline and oxytocin to fucking play harder and play better. And actually, when you get hit with adrenaline and oxytocin, your fucking pupils dilate, right? Yeah. You see more light. It's getting in the zone. That's one of the fucking things that happens physiologically when you get in the zone. Right. Yeah. That's what happens when I, that's what happens when I go on Bumble dates. Dials. Dials. On my Danny Dimes. Who, who, did your, who did your last Bumble? Ba- who, who did she take in the finals yeah. uh, of this tourney? I think she went mascot. Uh, actually, I, do. my last date was on Raya, so we're mm. uh, we're hopping around. I'm I'm playing. I'm swiping my life away. We'll leave that there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know. Okay. But did she have a pick? Did she say, "Hey, like trying to impress you"? Like I know what you do. Here's my pick. Actually, just wore wore the fact that she knew absolutely nothing and didn't even throw out. Uh, you know, I, this is where I don't know that there will be uh, a second or third date. I don't know, but yeah. you know. If they know or, nothing about sports, it's hard. You have to move on at that point, I think. Or, or you know, is there a, is there a you know, method to the madness to having them know nothing? I got two TVs, no girlfriends by design behind me. Like, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it's a, I mean, like Dan said, I, I'm literally up with the hair naturally mm. all day, every day on pretty much seven sports, maybe nine. Yeah. I don't know. But not the end of the world if I get a little 90-minute break at happy hour talking no uh, Baylor, Houston, Gonzaga, UCLA, if you will. Yeah, and we look, we appreciate you being here. Uh, let's start with you, Hot Bob. Um, when you guys started the season, because this is we're, we're winding down on the college basketball show, mm-hmm. uh, you guys will have a, a wrap-up show next week after the, the champion is declared. Uh, before the season started, is this the way you saw it going with these four teams? UCLA probably not, I would imagine. Uh, I mean, I liked UCLA probably more than Rob, but their yeah. best player, Chris Smith, was injured midway through the season. Yeah, so. they're playing out of their mind considering they lost. But it happens, right? Sometimes you lose your best player and you, the team tanks. Sometimes they rally. They're still a really good team. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Johnny Juzang, is, he scored, I think, as many points as uh, Kareem. In the tournament. In the tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just passed Kareem for most points in the tournament. Like in a single tournament? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for UCLA history, he's he's putting it in. Especially impressive considering they scored 51 points last game. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. What, did he score 50 of them? (laughs) Yeah, right. It's Yeah, that's fucking crazy. I I mean, I had Gonzaga uh, Baylor in the final. But uh, Houston doesn't necessarily surprise me. Eh. Like, Houston doesn't... Wouldn't, if someone had told me that, I would have been like, yeah, Kelvin Sampson, fuck it, they play defense. Yeah, Why the fuck not? Also, I mean, I'm an American guy, UCF grad. Uh, Houston did not impress me at all this year. I, I pretty much picked them... I picked against them every game in the tournament, but they kept... They had the easiest cakewalk to the Final mm. Four. I, I think they played all double-digit seeds. They didn't, they didn't seeds. play a single-digit no. seed. No. They double-digit <clears throat> seeds. 
Yeah, so I've they, just been taking the unders. I've just been taking the <laughs> unders and doing the opposite of Barstool and having no fun. Well, they play a lot. They play a really good defense. No, they, really yeah, they play good defense. defense. They can't really well, score. It's not, it's not good defense. It's, it's fast defense, which is if you're a good team, you pass well and you can shoot well, it's not going to be a problem for you probably. But that fast defense is irritating as fuck if you're one of those teams that just like lobs the ball around at the, t- at the top of the fucking court. Well, they're, they're long and like yeah. it's harder to get in the fuck. I'm worried about I'm legitimately worried about Baylor. No, legitimately no. worried. Baylor's about Baylor. fast as fuck. They're going to get a bunch of blocking fouls. They're going to uh, Houston's going to be in foul trouble about midway through the first half. Yeah, because Houston, of those blocking Houston fouls. Houston gets in foul trouble. The problem is that fucking Baylor can't hit free throws. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We're, so we're going to yeah. have best case scenario two blowouts. We're going to get that matchup between Baylor and Gonzaga. The two Titans mm-hmm. finally meet. That's that's what I hope for. Yeah. Yeah. What we'll do you? Where, where are you going, Alex? What do you think? <laughs> I mean, I got some fun betting trends to throw out for you guys for these. I'm going. I'm going Baylor Gonzaga. Actually, on FanDuel, um, show I'm sponsored by. I would go Gonzaga over Baylor exact result, which you can mm. do, and it's plus one twenty five. I like that. We got it at uh, the money line. Uh, is oof, it's plus seven hundred for UCLA on my bookie, and it's plus one eighty for Houston. Yeah. Yep. Houston, move, if you, Houston it, that's not a good enough a bet. I don't think they have a good enough chance. They're going to cover. If you, I'm straight up convinced no. Houston's going to cover. It's five and a half. You think it's, they're covering yes, five I, and It's going to be an ugly fucking game because ba- Baylor cannot offense. Uh, they're bad at preventing offensive rebounds, and yeah. Houston cleans well, up on the glass. They're also bad. If you look into uh, uh, long-term data, you'll see that teams that shoot below uh, 70% as a team with free throws don't cover that much because at the end of the game when they're getting ticky-tack fouled, yeah. they don't make those fucking shots half the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, that's something to look into. Five and a half, though, is pretty close. I, think, I, think, I honestly think Baylor's going to have Houston in serious foul trouble. Regardless if they hit their shots or not midway through the first half, it's going to change the dynamic of the game. They're not going to be able to have those long guys up on the wing, and they're just going to start coasting right by. Remember, they still make a lot of those layups, too. So it's not all right. about the free throws. I think Baylor is too fast for Houston. But we'll see, right? I'm, yeah. Hey, Alex. Baylor, so, yo, real quick. Baylor yeah. is 8-0 against the spread on the whole season when they're 7.5-point favorites or, or less. Yeah, they are. Um, they've had some trouble in the first half covering, and I do a lot of first half wagering as well. Yeah. And especially with these big spreads like a, a Gonzaga, like this has already jumped to 14 and a half on my bookie. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, promo code Drinking Bros will double your deposit. Go to mybookie.com. That's ours uh, on this yeah. show. Um, all right, so uh, Houston Baylor, this is at five and a half. I think I'm going to lean with Rob on this one. I, I, I think this is an ugly, close game. What's, and, the, what's the first half? Uh, the first half is three. Um, I got two and a half first half. Mm. And also, hey, if, you like, if you like betting out the gate, Baylor's won uh, the race to 15. Uh, six straight, six straight games. Well, you can. Yeah. Get, that's twenty nine eleven against Arkansas that's, out the gate. I was chasing live bets, like we're chasing SoCal ladies down here. It was. Yeah, awesome. that's a gross bet. If you're doing race to fifteen shit, I mean, chances are you don't you, even want to know. I'm parlaying Serena Williams with Khabib. This is getting ridiculous. Over. You have no idea. You don't even want to I mean, see yeah. my back off. No. You won't have me on a third. You time. can talk <laughs> me into like a first four minute commercial break, like bet if oh, that's yeah. available. I can do that. Yeah. I can be talking about that. 
<laughs> what I'd like to do, no lie, is put you and, and Dan, oh, fake God. Dan, together in a room, blacked out windows, like, like there was a fucking rave going, and then just eight TVs with nonstop sports and a, and a 24-hour feed just to see what you, you fuckers are betting no, you on gotta all add, goddamn you get, day long. You gotta, the two of you guys are long-lost brothers. You got to add Big Cat from Barstool in there, too, because he's one of the worst gamblers of all time. <laughs> he's terrible, but, yeah. but this shit right here is what I'm talking about. I think people would pay to watch a 24-hour feed of the two of you fucks just going at it with the most disgusting bets you could possibly yeah. do. That's like putting two drug addicts in a room where there's no, like, inherently drugs there and just, like, get high off whatever you yeah, can Yeah, figure find. it out, guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm you, gonna got casually... you got cleaning supplies? Just figure it out. <laughs> I, mean, I, I would want to know how many wagers you do a week because I'm here. I'm, I'm 47 and 38 on Action Network where I do all my picks if you want to follow them. And that doesn't include lie betting, Holy shit. which you can just quadruple right. that amount. <laughs> Literally quadruple. I, I have had buddies it. that have, we'll just keep it PG here or whatever, kosher, where I have had, it's fitting I'm on the volume sports network. I've had so much volume. They're like, kid, you're never going to win <laughs> shooting fish in a barrel like that. Just little bankroll management, little less fire. I can't help myself. It's I just the click the, the buttons because I'm live. Dude, you know how it goes. Just just, I need to game. like do the old school, like my uncle, and cross the border, go to Mexico, really earn my bet slip, come back, <laughs> yeah. sit on my game, and watch it like a real person firing. This this live betting's out of control. You're like, Listen, Jordan, you're like Jordan, that room full of TVs on the wall. Yeah. Fucking, by by the way, that, the that Mexico sports book. Oh, that's real. Yeah. I have been there. Yeah. I have. I was actually there you're for a the one, final four. The one in TJ? Uh, no, Play. no, no. It was in Cancun, luckily. So at mm. least. I'm, no, you know, there's a hand-to-hand sports book in TJ, but you got to be careful these days because you get your fucking head cut off. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was in Cancun, and I, and I was there, and dude, same thing. It is blacked out. You can't see outside. I don't know. There's no clocks in there. You don't know what time it is, and they're just feeding you fucking shots with a rubber hammer all day. <laughs> Jesus I Christ. bet everything possible, but... Like you were saying, there is nothing like feeling the hard cash in your hand yeah. as they hand it back to you, right? Because these are all fucking Mickey Mouse numbers. This, this electric shit that we do, it's like, eh, is that real money? Do I even care about it? It's like Venmo. It's terrible. Yeah. I wake up. I'm like, dude, I'm eating in again. I'm that's, eating in again. That's why, people, that's, why people, that's why people waste so much money on the fucking lottery because it's not real money. They mm-hmm. just hand you a piece of paper. And you hope it's a hope and a dream on TV. Listen, Dan, Alex, there's nothing wrong with loving the board, okay? Just no. because you love the board every day doesn't mean it's a problem. Do what you want. This is America. <laughs> just saying, don't ask for a I raise. mean, I just liked 12 different <laughs> second-round matchups of the Valero Texas Open. What's so it's crazy like is I think 75% of the action, I don't know if that's globally or just domestically, is live betting. So it's yeah. three-fourths yep. of our money yeah. getting swooped. Yeah, yeah it's and, from and speaking of which, like, Alex, this has been uh, a slow trend that is building, right? This live betting. I didn't get into it until these guys got me hip to it this year. Well, unless you were sitting in the sportsbook. And you can become addicted to it real fucking quick. Before, before, unless you were actually sitting in the sportsbook, it was basically impossible, right? Now Correct. you can just... Yes. Like, in seconds, that bet, bet's in. So yeah. why, is that why you think it's getting so popular? Or you think the junkies is coming out and everybody... It's a it's a combination of a lot, Dan. I mean, we're I'm a millennial, you know. Yeah. We're just you know, if we're not on Instagram or doing whatever, it just caters to that yeah. kind of clicking buttons thing. And you know, I mean, I'm old enough to where I played outside, but these these kids now that are you know in college, that's all they do is live bet. But I think it's an art form. I got to mm-hmm. be honest. Mm-hmm. Capping a game before. You, you could do your best to have that conversation at the water cooler all day. It's like we watched the Bucks Chiefs. I was on Bucks. 
you're watching that first quarter, maybe a quarter and a half. You're like, this is uh, this this could be a routing. This mm-hmm. could get ugly. Mm-hmm. Or like you're watching UCLA uh, the other night against yeah, yeah. Michigan, yep. and I'm like, you, I I could read a book. I could do laundry. Like I'm just gonna hammer the under, which I did. And then you just keep hammering and hammering. It starts out at 135, get it all the way at 117, 5149. Yeah, yeah, it was 100. Yeah, it was 100. 100 That's, points even is what they scored. I mean, shit. Pure under porn. But some like of these. I dropped 50 in a high school game, and I um, I outscored Michigan. Yeah, yeah. What, so in the, eighth grade. The rate, you yeah, pulled we, a Brian Scalabrini, but uh, just actually in high school. Did you see that? You guys saw that video the other day? Seven three-pointers. Yeah. Seven yeah. Oh, that's before we even evolved into a uh, three-point game, too. Yeah. yeah, you were ahead of your time. I, I was yeah. way ahead of my. He time. was a big uh, Makbuah Abdul fan. Well, so, I uh, was uh, <laughs> Sharif. Sharif, Sharif Abdul Rahim yeah. was the one who ended my uh, high school days. By the way, Dunked who, who over do you me. compare your game to? You got to give us a throwback, uh, Jackie Moon reference. As, 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 as like. a white man, I would say Kevin Love. Because I was taller than everyone, right? And I could shoot the three ball. And I, you know, they, they would start me off at forward and then I would move out to the line and that was all fine, right? Went to all the AAU Nike camps and all that shit. And uh, first game at the AAU Nike camp was against uh, uh, Sharif Abdurrahim. And they had said, hey, he's an NBA prospect. Don't let him dunk on you. And I was like, motherfucker, I just run 50 in a game, dunk. That will never happen. Tip off, he is about three feet Ahead, like above me, I don't even see the ball. You I'm not just even see, close. You to just it. see testicles right there. I don't yeah. even know if I jumped. Like I, <laughs> I, for real. And then I'm racing back to to play defense. And uh, the next thing I know, Why? stars. Why I'm, are you I, playing defense? I, it's a summer camp. You don't play defense. Yeah, you got well, to. If you're trying to get picked up, you do. Yeah. yeah. No, you never. As a white guy, you run from three point line to three point line. That's all That's you do. True. That's, That's true. All you but do. I'm on an all white team. And he didn't know that at the time. No, either. dude. And I, I dude. I, the next thing I know. I'm on the ground, uh, stars, the whole thing. I, I look up, and it's his dick and balls. <laughs> I mean, huge dick and balls. Like, in my, like, just, I'm, I'm just staring at it. I don't know where I'm at, and I'm like, oh, my, oh my God. And he's, he's not wearing fucking boxers. No, nah, he took the time to draw a face. <laughs> On yes. the on the yeah. dick, which yes. was weird. I don't know why you would do that, but it's a it's a power move. It's a power not wear compression it is. shorts. And, yeah. and then the ref says, "Son, son, you're gonna have to get up. Like, get up and leave the floor. Like, you're." And I I don't know where I am. And and he's still hanging there. And I realized it wasn't like out of a flex or anything. He was genuinely concerned for my safety that he didn't want to step down. You know, mm. he didn't want to come down from the rim and step on my fucking dead body on the ground and which was res- like i respect him to this day for that but we we lost that game 88 to 28 i'll never forget that and i went back to we were at university of georgia went back to the dorm pulled out i had a notebook and i just said okay nba career is over all of those <laughs> dreams are over what else are you good at in this life comedy let's do that and i, I didn't play basketball again so you, he did to you what uh michael jordan did to kwame brown correct right? i never played <laughs> dude I, I didn't even try out for the, the rest of my high school teams or i never played ball again after that because well, I, I knew that i couldn't be that good so why fucking do it like i can exercise on my own i don't need to bring my parents out 88 28 what was the spread <laughs> it wasn't 60. No, it wasn't 60, but I bet it was close. I bet it was, I bet it was By 40. the way, the race to 10 is minus 141 for Baylor. Ooh, Ooh, do you do that? Do you do that, Alex? I do. I told you, I do everything. Name something I don't do. I, you don't even want to know. We're parlaying and doing the crazy. It's, it's, it's revolting. All right, so, so let's start with the Houston-Baylor game, okay? Uh, for, we'll, we'll go uh, round robin here. We'll start with you, Alex, and then go around the horn. 
Five and a half over under is 135 here on my bookie. Where are you going with this game for the whole game? I know you do a lot of live bets. Yeah, I I really five and a half. I, I hear Ross. It's it's tough because it's it's a lot of points in a tight game. I think I want to lean under just going off of Ken Palm, Houston's mm. top ten in in offense and defensive efficiency. And they're very slow in pace. I don't have the exact number, but they're slow. Uh, just and methodical with, with that offense. I think I lean under, and then I'm just going to swallow the five and a half. I mean, Butler, Teague, Mitchell, it's they're the number one three point field goal percentage team in the nation for a reason. I think it's like, what they they went one for nine, like one outlier game. I think it was the set, maybe it was the second game of the tournament. Mm-hmm. And other than that, they've been cooking and, and they just spread the ball around. And then you got the extra, I don't know if you call this bulletin board material, but they haven't been in the final four since 1950. I'm negative yeah. 40 years old over here when that happened. That yep. shit is huge. Why on the board? And Houston's played no one. I was wrong. I took the points with Syracuse against Houston. Uh, and then obviously I, I chased uh, some lives, taking an L on them as well. But the, the under for them has been nice. So I think I'm going to go under, swallow the five now. And, and take Baylor. And take Baylor, yes. Okay, great. Uh, what about first half? First half is two and a half. First half is two and a half on that. I like that. I also like the under in the first half. I think these games tend to start out slow, minus Gonzaga. Under 62. Routings. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the under there in the first half is nice. Well, yeah, 60. I, I think I nabbed it at 67 and a half or something. But, yeah, I, I would go under. And it's then down to 62. If you guys have half. on my bookie the win the first half, win the second half, this is what we I do. do in soccer. We do, yeah. Like Man, Man mm-hmm. City will be minus two, minus 450 money line. Mm-hmm. But – to win the first half and the second half, it's like minus 165 type deal. So if you feel confident, Baylor, I think, yeah, that's a nice look. Yeah, yeah, yeah 145 is that's uh, that's, what, that's what we got here in my bookie for that one. Uh, what, what about you, Dan Holloway? We'll go around the, the bend here. Uh, Baylor, I, Houston. I, I under as well. I, anytime, a, anytime you see a team, it's a combination, right? Uh, so I'll, if I see either one of these things, a team that shoots free throws poorly or a team that shoots from outside poorly, I automatically look towards the under, right? Because that's just a math equation. Then when I see the fact that Houston plays really good defense, I got to go under 135 here. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. 135 is way too fucking. It should be like 118. That's what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Like 118 or 120 or some shit. As far as the game, I picked Baylor before the season. Not that that. I think they're going to win the game either way. But five and a half, I think, uh, I think they're going to get it. Uh, I understand what you're saying about the free throws, but I think Houston's going to be in super serious foul trouble in the first half, right? And they're going to have to make a decision if they continue playing those guys in the first half or if they set them for a while. Okay, cool. What, uh, what do you got there, fake Dan? What do you got? Uh, Baylor, race the 10, race the 15, race the 69. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Baylor first half. <laughs> Baylor team total over. Baylor, uh, like, for the game. Just Baylor everything. I don't I care. I think their team total over is 69 and a yeah. half. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Baylor, no fucking way. Baylor scores at least, I don't know, 75 points in this game. Uh, Ken Palm has a 72, I think. Dude, I... I I, oh, I I will stick with Baylor just because Baylor winning the game just because I picked them from the beginning and fuck it I'll just take it all I'll just keep riding it yeah I think Houston covers one of the one of the other things about this too is Kelvin Sampson better coach than Scott Drew hey and yep. and also no one hates Scott Drew more in, than me but in state rivalry and these in state rivalry games are always fucking wild especially when Houston is the little brother team. Yep. They're the they're the G five to Baylor's P five, and if you want to get a little extra history, I don't know if they'll put this on the bulletin board, but Baylor got picked over Houston to go into the Big Twelve because of Ann Richards being a fucking Baylor alum 
in the mid '90s or whatever. So I don't know if I don't know if Houston has some. You extra. Might have me so emotionally swayed over. I might just <laughs> I change right now. I just yeah. mailed in my podcast Dude. for today. I already sent it out. <laughs> Damn it! That, that Big Twelve choosing. I'd say. Huge bull. That's some Dabo Sweeney bullets. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, this I, is Scott the, Drew's the, first Final Four. The only thing I'm worried about is that Houston's defense is elite, and I don't think Baylor's going to be able to get into the lane or get to the rim very easily against them. Houston's three point defense is a mirage because the AAC is a dog shit three point shooting conference. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, fuck, where is it? Uh, dude, I mean, it really just comes down to who gets the extra points. To me, right? Remember when Houston lost to East Carolina? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Dude. <laughs> I, don't give, I, don't, I don't give a fucking shit. Dude, Houston is going to wipe the fucking glass. Like, Baylor is one of the worst teams at preventing offensive rebounds, and Houston's one of the best teams at getting offensive rebounds. This game's going to be really tight. I'll stick with Baylor just to, like, stick to my guns from the whole year because I picked them to win it all. But Houston covers. This is a last possession game. Who had you? Who had Oregon State plus eight? Real quick, by the way, in that game. I did actually. I, I took it, and uh, dude, I, I I put two grand on it, and until that, until that three pointer hit at the end, uh, that we we have another uh, uh, guest on the show, frequent Kelly from Vegas. Oh, yeah. She had that as well, and I couldn't fucking believe that guy hit that three pointer at the end to cover, and it was well. They were also down like twenty five. Yeah, it's, dude, it was awesome. I, yeah. That was one of the the greatest like betting. Hey, I mean, where of where do life. you rank that in your gambling backdoor cover? I mean, we could keep it March Madness. Like, is that one of the greatest backdoor covers you've ever seen? Like, just and they didn't foul him I, even, so yeah. no chance to the push. Greatest, I'm like cracking up. Greatest of my life uh, betting wise. I, I, that's what I thought was going to happen. I thought they were going to foul afterwards, and I was going to fuck it up. I'm like, it oh for, my gosh. Like, it's like Costanza. Good things are happening to yeah. me. What do I got something on my mouth? What's yeah. going on? This yeah. can't happen. There's no way. <laughs> greatest bets I've ever. I've got two. That are the, the, the greatest bets of my entire life, and I will never ever forget them. Um, one was Lennox Lewis versus uh, Rockman. Uh, the first fight where they were in Africa. I get a call from a producer who was working on uh, Ocean's Eleven, and they said, "Hey, man, Lennox Lewis." is slow as shit. He's not been training. All he's doing is partying with Clooney and Brad Pitt and those guys. Um, and he hasn't left or trained, and he's been in Vegas. And he's not going to be used to that, that altitude there. And they were like, pick Rachman. And it was 15 to 1, and my parents were in Vegas at the time. This was pre-phones, like phones, all that other shit. So my dad calls me, and he goes, hey, you're always good at gambling. Like, who do you got in this? And I, I told him this story. So it was me, all of my roommates out in L.A., and then my parents... And we, eat, we put a total of $8,000 on it uh, at 15 to 1 on Rockman. And he knocked him out in the, th- I think it was the third round. Lennox Lewis was exhausted. And no one could figure it out. Uh, and then in 2002, uh, 13 and a half was the spread for Miami versus Ohio State. Um, I went all in on that because uh, I went to Ohio State and I took money line right. on but, that. But backdoor cover, like a backdoor cover. Like- uh, yeah, backdoor cover wise, though. Yeah. Um, there was a uh, a safety in a game. Uh, oh yeah. Fuck. It was. Tell me this wasn't Ravens Browns this last year. I That's had, what it was. I, oh, I had it the other way. I, I actually went viral. Coward retweeted. I had it, yep. I had it I the other way too. Yeah. I said I'm never gambling again. I lost an hour. <laughs> that, that, so was, that safety, when they started throwing the ball back over and over again, I'm like, oh my god, 
could this happen? And yeah. it's one of those things where you're staring at the TV and you're like, all right. No fucking well, way. And you're, you're like fucking Charlie yeah. from, you know, it's always sunny. And you're like, all right, well, if this happens and this happens. Pepe Sylvia, Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> yes. And all my friends are like, bro, you, you lost. Like, just get the fuck over. We're not watching the end of this Browns And game. how sweet is that when you get to turn around and look at them after that safety? Be like, shut your fucking oh, mouth. Oh, dude, it was double birds. I, yeah. I think I tried to suck my own dick in front of them. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Best, that was my best backdoor cover of all time. That's, but the other two wow. are the greatest bets I've ever made in my entire life. So uh, It's always fun to get a backdoor team. cover with the UFC community, when you're, especially when you're out watching fights with yeah. like everybody that's like big in the UFC. A dude's all wobbly, and then he comes back and knocks homeboy out. You're like, yeah. oh, shit. So I, I took Derek Lewis over Volkov a few years ago, okay. where Volkov was winning the fight for all three rounds. And the Derek, balls was hot. Derek Lewis knocked him out with 10 seconds left. Mm. <laughs> did, you right. do that, did you take that live, too? I don't know if you've ever poked around on UFC Live. Oh, yeah, we do live every we do, we do some live. No, but I, I remember just hitting him uh, pre-fight. But pretty much, you, who did everybody have on uh, Stipe versus Francis? I had Naganu, but I had the over one and a half rounds. I was like, dude, you couldn't have waited 90 seconds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had Naganu, but I, I didn't know what was going to happen in that fight, to be honest with you. We're um, on, I was on Stipe. I, think I, was kind of, were on Stipe. I was on the fence about it because Naganu hadn't shown up until that point that he knew how to fight. He was just a puncher. And he came into this fight, and now he knows how to fight, clearly. I mean, yep. he made big strides. And if he makes any more strides later, nobody's going to be able to beat this guy until he dies. And then DC, uh, you know, Dan Daniel Cormier, he had the best statement the other night. He's got this – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say TV show, but let's face it. It's just two guys on Zoom on ESPN2 uh, talking <laughs> about the fights on Monday night. Like, uh, but he had the best statement about that fight of all time. He said, look, I'm happy that Francis won simply because this is the – heavyweight champion you dream of this yeah. is your worst fucking nightmare this is the guy that you want representing your sport to where he could almost kill someone in the ring and you want to be afraid of that and that's what the ufc was missing is like this fucking dude that is just a a, a monster that every fight you're going to tune in and watch to, to whether or not he's going to you know physically kill someone inside the ring and he's right. That was the best possible outcome for UFC that night, and uh, and it was a blast to watch. Yeah, it was. We got to get John Jones. We just have to get Jones. Yeah. I mean, we have to. I don't we think Jones to. will do it is the problem. Jones like, was asking for like $50 million. Yeah. Well, I, he should get it, though. That'll be one of the biggest fights of all time. You don't, it will you be, don't yeah. give him $50 million. If Connor and Floyd Mayweather can get $100 million each or whatever the fuck they got, I'm pretty sure this That's fight boxing, deserves it. Like, UFC doesn't do that. Yeah, and well, I think I think Ngano needs one more fight. So if he beats somebody that bad in yeah. his next fight, then you can really well. Who's the, that who's the number the, one contender now? Um, like it's in heavyweight. It I mean, might be Derek Lewis. Yeah, I think it is Derek Lewis. <laughs> yeah, right now. and he beat Francis already in the worst fight of all time. Yeah, which. I liked because I was also on Derek Lewis. I love Derek Lewis. Hey, you're because on, I keep hitting you're on Lewis all the time. All the he's, time. he's tied for the most knockouts in UFC history, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. He, just took yeah. he won that fight by decision because he was the only person that threw strikes. Yeah, if you remember, is it eleven or twelve? I, I do remember. It was that was very that was very underwhelming. Actually. Yeah, it was. It really was. I think it's eleven. I don't think uh, Dana wants too. that fight again. So no. Well, I mean, no. look, he honestly that depends. If Ngannou Stipe is a pretty good fucking fighter. You know what I mean? He's also not, he doesn't have a glass jaw. He's been hit pretty hard a couple of times in the past and has stood up to it. He got popped once, and you can immediately see the yeah. life leave his eyes. He also yeah. fought 30 pounds lighter than Francis. But he always does that, right? He always comes uh, in. Lately, yeah. yeah. He, he lost a lot of weight, just, and he, he's in like firefighter shape. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you yeah. got to pick one. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll get back to the game here. My, my Houston Baylor pick, I'm with Hot Bob on this one. I'm going to take Houston plus the five and a half. 
Um, wow. And I'm actually not going to touch this over under because I, I could see this being as a 74-72 game. And I'm, I have the exact same thoughts as you. I think this is a last possession game. In-state rivalries, they fucking uh, little brother, big brother. And, and I think this one is very, very, very close. Yeah. Uh, In-state rivalries are always fucking always weird. Tough. Is this a rivalry, though? In basketball? Not really. It's not like a it's not a rivalry the way like uh I don't know, Texas, Texas Tech would be mm-hmm. per se. But like they're both in the state. They both like take up the same newspaper headlines. Yeah, but Baylor's and... not like big brother. No, but it, it, it's still two teams that f- like they they're they these guys are going to compete because they're both from the same state. Like that all that usually makes a difference. It, it makes it, it made a Abilene Christian, Texas. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. On a much Texas, bigger scale, but literally yeah. that fucking uh, Loyola in Illinois, like the, that, it usually happens where these in-state right. games. Right, the final four. I, it, I don't, I don't it think is. it's going to happen. It's a really good team. Dude, I think it's going to be a one-possession game, and then uh, a foul, maybe some free throws, and maybe get this to four will be the final score. But that five and a half will still hold up on that, and I'm I'm riding with Bob on this. You want to make a side bet? Uh, sure. Let's taste. Let's uh, test Baylor's metal here. I, I say I'll bet you that uh, the second half of the second half they shoot eighty percent from free throw. So the last ten minutes they shoot over eighty percent. Yep. Uh, Baylor. Yep. It just seems like so much math. Ooh. Oh, boy. So the Baylor's fastest player. This is another thing that worries me. Baylor's fast player Mitchell, the guy who was fucking. Yeah, getting, he, he's by a guy in one step. Yeah, yeah he's a sixty percent free throw shooter. Yeah, I know. So he's the guy that's going to be drawn probably most of the. Andre Iguodala is also a sixty percent free throw shooter in games that matter. Eighty-five percent. All right. Uh, I, I don't know me. enough about it. It's going to be a hard, hard bet for me to take. But uh, for the audience, because I, I have not missed here in a while, uh, I'm taking Houston plus the points. But I think Baylor wins the game uh, by one possession. Wait, wait, say, no, Baylor, camera right wait versus camera left. I, I'm right down the middle now. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I've, uh, pick a side, yeah, Alex. Ivan Huerta is saying that John Jones just tweeted a couple of minutes or hours ago and said he and Dana agreed to a number on Jones and Ganu. Okay. Let's so, go. You want to look that up on Twitter right quick and see if it's real? Yeah. Yeah. We, got the, we got the Romo internal clock. We're just calling these fights before they happen. Two yeah. minutes oh, before, man. baby. I got off the phone, too, with another potential fight uh, with, a, with someone else that we work with here. Yeah. So. If that shakes out, we'll, we'll find out. Well, they were also uh, talking about just having a UFC like mega pay-per-view in Africa because three of the champions are African. So ah, you have, shit. You That'd have be dope. Francis, you have Usman, and you have Izzy. Hell yeah, why not? Yeah. That'd Thrill be fucking Manila dope. shit, huh? That yeah. would be, that'd be good. I'd like yeah. to see that. Shit. So three title fights that would all be like centered around I mean, if they're not letting African fans champions. in, they may as well fucking do it somewhere cool, right? Yeah. Oh, I, meant, I meant Foreman versus Ali, not Thrilla Manila. That's a whole different country altogether. Yeah, Manila's Anything the... outside of the United States is pretty much, eh, throw a dart at it, pick them. I don't really care. I don't really care. Let's move on to uh, the Gonzaga game here. Uh, we'll start with you, Alex. Who do you got in uh, the Zag game? My bookie's got it at minus 14 and a half. I just, uh, yeah, it's Gonzaga. My my fun little uh, player kind of prop combined with Zags winning. I'm going with Timmy, the Jackie Moon of college basketball. Yep. Uh, Twenty plus points and a Zags win pays you plus one ten. So yeah. that's what I'm on right now. Just because I mean fourteen, and then over unders. I mean I got a little uh, got a little viral TikTok the other day at under 152 on Gonzaga's last game and it was 151 and those little USC buckets at the end and I was just like what's the math what's the math I'm like I'm not touching another Gonzaga over under that just drove me absolutely nuts I'm just gonna do this little player prop and uh, I, I guess if you if I'm picking a side I guess I'll take the 14 
I'll, I'll take the 14. I mean, UCLA's can, I, I've, I've been betting against UCLA. Oh, I, I took Michigan state. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> I, I mean, literally I took Michigan state over UCLA. Juzang is just, I can't believe I'm so salty as a fan that we're not getting Michigan Gonzaga. I just, I'm so salty. I mean, this is not the best game in my opinion. Are you a Michigan fan? I'm just a degenerate. Okay. <laughs> why, why, why did you want Michigan? And I, I, like, let's, it's a better game. I mean, Juzang put up 28. They scored 51. It's disgusting. I just feel like, Mick I mean, Crow we had basketball, Dickinson, baby. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think Adner, Mike Smith, Brown. It was just a, a whole squad. And then, of course, Jawan, the whole storyline, yeah, yeah, yeah. him as a coach. Get, I don't know. It's just, I've never, you guys tell me, you got a couple years of life on me. Have you ever seen a more layup? Gonzaga's gonna win this going into the Final Four uh, weekend. Like, is anyone feeling like Baylor can it can eke this out? Uh, the, Baylor's got to play a perfect game to even beat fucking Gonzaga, right? So, is there any way UCLA can do it? No, no. no but no. I will say, like, with, anyway, what what would have to? I mean, just, let's let's play fucking. Let's have a fun little game here. What would have to happen for fucking UCLA to win that game? A bus crash. Nine eleven. <laughs> Who's better, bus crash, John Madden, or nine eleven? Oof. You choose. You choose. Oh, um, me? Yeah, yeah, motherfucker. You're the guest. I'm phoning a friend, yo. I got the phone. <laughs> I'm phoning it right back to you. I'm using a lot. Yeah. Who wants to be a millionaire life? I mean, there, there, there is John a Madden. way, right? There's a way for UCLA to get through, and it's uh, they got to give all of Gonzaga COVID. Yeah, you got to send, yeah. send, send Gonzaga diseased blankets. Yeah. I full th- of- that's what I thought. Uh, uh, Garth Brooks was doing at the inauguration, by the way. He was a sleeper cell. Yeah, he's a sleeper yeah. cell. He's a hillbilly sleeper cell from Texas. Like, hell no, man. <laughs> what do you think? Gonzaga could do it? Uh, COVID? Uh, boy, I, I think at this point in the tourney, I don't even, I don't even think you test. I don't even think you, you tell anybody. Or you they just let it go. Delay what? the game, probably, right? They would have to delay no. it now. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No. They would, they do it. They would have to delay it, but they probably aren't testing for sure. No. Uh, they didn't just do it for the ride. national championship in football, so uh, no. yeah, you you go if you can go. What is it? Seven players, but It's 14 fucking points, man. 14 and a half so on my book. That's so they cover huge. Cover it with ease. And I mean, that USC plus 9 was I was crying. Yeah. Same. I mean, that was that was over in 4 minutes. Yes. Do, you, yeah. do, yeah. do yeah. we know what the biggest odds are in a fucking final four game before? Like, like uh, at well, least in Florida, the really good Florida teams played George Mason in the Final Four. That's right. So that that's had, probably like an they eighteen cover? range. Yeah. I had to be huge. I don't know if they covered, but that had to be fucking huge. That USC game didn't make any sense either because Timmy had like the game of his life against a pack line defense that like has a rim protector in Mobley that nobody yep. else could like get close to the rim. And Timmy, this Gonzaga, way with him. this Gonzaga UCLA spread is the biggest point spread in Final Four since uh, it's expanded to 64 in, in 1985. Jesus. Holy shit. I mean, what are the gambling conspiracy theorists saying? And it's Gonzaga. And it's Gonzaga. Is they on this? I mean, are they dangling a little UFC minus 270 in front of you to do the Lennox Lewis and you get screwed? Mick Cronin is a good enough coach. And the, the system they play where, like, they're not going to win. They're fucking not going to win. They but they could it. get it gross. They, they could, could make get it, it real. They could muck it up. Yeah, yeah, they could get it real gross. What are they, like the Mets? They find a way to lose? 
No, <laughs> they don't they find a way to lose. It's just they find a way to like make it dirty, make it, yeah, gross. bring it down yeah. to their stupid level. Well, I mean, Baylor's like that too. They you saw in the last game they had they got they get up big and then they have trouble putting the game away. And it wasn't because of their fucking free throw shooting. It was because of missed opportunity after missed opportunity. They had shitty possessions. But Gonzaga hasn't done that in this tournament. No, they're real. They're focused. I have that's, so that's well, full disclosure. I have bet every first half and every full game for Gonzaga this entire tournament, and I, I've not lost once. So wow. how, how do you do that now is the, is, is the fucking problem. Uh, 14 and a half is so many. That is fucking two yeah, touchdowns for Christ's sake. It's the most or seven, ever. They have six or seven guys that can take you off the dribble and just catch. Like, that's why I don't really like your Timmy uh, kind of bit. Oh, yeah, no, all good. Because, uh, like, literally they just choose, like, all right, this is your game. All right, this is your game. Like, Kispert, that's this is true. your game. That's yeah. true. So, like, you Timmy, can go Suggs 15 plus, plus 120 if you, want to, if you think it's his night. He had, Timmy and Suggs kind of had their game against... USC, right? So, yeah. I mean, dude, just Timmy, Timmy had conference. 23, 22, and 30 in the tournament, not including the opener. Timmy has, is the most consistent one yeah. of the three, for right, sure. For sure. But, uh, yeah, I know it, it's pretty much like pick your poison. Gonzaga's going to run you off the court. 14 and a half, though. So you're going, you're going 14 and a half, Dan. Um, I'm going to take UCLA, actually, because it's too many points. Yeah, but, 14 and a half is a lot. What about you? Uh, yeah, I'm 14. I'm taking the points. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For, I took, for UCLA. What about uh, you? Yeah, yeah. I, I took I, Gonzaga first half. Eight I, I, points. Like, yeah, I'll take first half Gonzaga. I don't see what's the what, what's the impetus for Gonzaga to fucking keep lighting it up like that. They're gonna pull their fucking starters at some point. You would think, right? No, they keep them in. To, Why? Until Why? The last like That's two three minutes. Final four. Can't fuck Who around. cares about yeah. that shit? No. You put your closer in when you're up 11 in the World Series, man. You just fucking... I know, but 14 points is a lot of fucking points. <laughs> a lot, dude. It's so many fucking points. I could see, like, a situation where we get a backdoor on a three. Like well, a point maybe, three. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah if it's close. But, I mean, look... Uh, uh, It'll be, like, a 17-point game, and to like, your, we'll yeah. just have a three fired up at, the, to at the, the buzzer. To the point earlier, UCLA has been overperforming quite a bit, right? They yes. shouldn't. They, they shouldn't be here. Their best player hasn't played in, what, two months? Yeah, uh, Lou Alcindor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they need everybody back. Yes. They need Walton, all those guys. I don't back know. You're, you're convincing me. I think 14 is, yeah. is probably reason. I might buy half a point and take it to 14 and, and look for a potential push. Maybe. They're a year early, though. UCLA will be a top five team next year. Cronin's doing something. Yeah, yeah. There yeah for, sure. for sure. But that's next year. Right. Uh, what about a little Zags, Baylor, money line, minus 174 parlay? If you're going to go Gonzaga, if you think they're going to win the national championship, I think they're like minus 265 right now, right? So you're going to get a better price. They're what, minus 1,200 money line against UCLA? And yeah, if they play, if they play Baylor out. or Houston, they'll be probably minus 300, right? Let's so see. Minus no. 265 is probably the best it's price minus, to get it's, them on. It's actually down to it's 240 now. All right, so minus Gonzaga, 240 yeah. if you think Gonzaga's going to win the Natty, just yeah. lay it. Plus 400 No, I meant Baylor, just Final though. Four weekend parlaying the two money lines. Little Baylor, if you think Baylor's going to – to win but not cover, just go Zags, Baylor, minus 174. For sure. You like that? Yeah. It's uh, okay. I mean, that's not the best return not sexy, for me. But yeah. You know. I, yeah, you're talking to this guy's MacGyvering together a fucking bong out of an apple and a fucking straw right yeah. now. Just let him live his life, guy. I mean, minus 174. My God, man. He's a, where he's where the, are we? He's where are we as humans? He's dude, doing he's that shit. my four-team baseball parlay that didn't hit because the Yankees can't run the bases, dude. <laughs> well, talking neither about, can the Dodgers, Yeah, neither right? can the fucking Dodgers. Jesus Christ, Cody Bellinger is going to get, he's going to be like 39 or 40 steals and 39 home runs this year now. He doesn't get credited with that home yeah. run, right? Uh, now he got a single at an RBI. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was a Robin the, Ventura job. Kinda. What the fuck was that about, man? Padres Jesus. to the World Series plus 400. You heard it here. 
Gross. Now take it easy. Gross. <laughs> hey, dude, I'm San a recovery Diego. San Diego Charger fan. That's all I have. Down I know. Here. I'm even sorry. Worse. Literally. I'm all even I have. worse. Chargers and Padres. No guys. one cares about And my dad's fucking... a Mets fan from Long Island. I was going to throw that in there, but this is why I'm self deprecating and naturally suffer. Yeah, but dad I... got one back in 86, though. He so did, good. but I, now I hope the, the Mets lose eternally because Robin Hood, uh, you know, hedge fund <laughs> fucking Steve Cohn there. Uh, that guy. So unlikable. So yes. Unlikable. Yes. Uh, so, all right. UCLA Gonzaga, 14 and a half. That is too many points for me. Yeah. I, I'm taking Gonzaga. What's, what's the first half? Uh, the eight. first half is eight. I'm taking that for sure. Yeah. I, Gonzaga's getting those points. I'm just going to sure. lay minus 265. Gonzaga wins the natty. Or minus 240. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm to so I'm going to go a big money teaser here. Um, they'll, my bookie will let me do this at two grand. That's the max on this. Uh, a teaser knocks it down four points on my bookie uh, for each way. So I'm going to take Baylor down to one and a half because I think it is a one possession game. And then I'm going to take Gonzaga at uh, ten and a half here uh, and, and parlay that together. Well, ten and a half teaser. is a no brainer. And then my, my straight ups are going to be uh, UCLA plus the 14 and a half, Houston plus the five and a half. Um, and then I, I think I'm gonna. Now I'm leaning towards this over here in this Houston Baylor game. I don't. I don't like the over in that game. I like, at like one thirty-five. Yeah. Team that, total Baylor over. Take that. It's sixty. Baylor, it's a sixty-eight, sixty-seven game. Baylor uh, wins seventy-five, fifty-two. Yeah. Oh, so oh, a blowout. I, I, don't, I don't know about that, but I think Baylor is going to hit their over. They're over sixty-nine and a half. They're going to hit that. They'll get seventy-two probably. I mean, that's what fucking Kempom says. Yeah, and they're yeah. always fucking right. But they've scored in the low seventies in, in most of their games where they haven't had bad three point shooting, and he's cleared it up, man. I mean, Houston's three point defense doesn't exist. Yeah. They're, they're good on the interior. For some reason, they got these guys that looked like they would be good three and D wing players, well, but they don't really play good three point defense. I don't know if it's, it's a not scheme that they, thing. So statistically, they do. It's just that they yeah. don't play. They they didn't play against really any good three point shooting teams, so right. it's a fucking mirage. Yeah. So they're probably more mediocre than they are. I don't the, think they're bad. The best team to, uh, Houston's played all year is Texas Tech, and they beat them. The um, most dangerous the team in, in college basketball is a team that can fucking make you have to defend their slashers and their shooters at the same time. I mean, that's, yep. it, there's no traditional big men in college basketball, so if they're big men, I would add that. But those two things right there cause a lot of problems for everybody. You know what I mean? Who, who's the best player in that game? Uh, Coward does this. It's interesting when he's deciding what side to be on. He'll break down, all right, let's go through the top five best players. I mean, he does it for football. Like, whoever has more of the better players, if he's indifferent, he'll go with the team that has, you know, three guys over two of the top five. Who, who would you, if you broke it down like that for so, Baylor Houston? I think it's probably, it's probably Mitchell now. The court? It's Qu- probably Mitchell Quentin right now. Grimes is real good. No, Grimes is the fourth best player on the court. Uh, Baylor's got is the top he? three. Wow. Yeah, I mean, Mitchell. Mitchell's ability to get to the hoop during this tournament has been fucking incredible. He is by guys like I've ne- that. I've never, I've, I don't remember the last time I saw a player that fast. I mean, in he's, he's by guys like that and he has a quick release. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he's quick release with both left and right hand. Uh, he, to me, he's the best player on the court. Although you got to look at fucking uh, Teague. He's, he's still shooting 43% from three. Yeah. And, the, and he's getting to the, to the bucket. You know the hardest mean? one is Gonzaga because it's, it's, it was like fake Dan was saying, it seems like they all take a turn every night. I don't know who the best player is on that team because they haven't really been challenged enough mm. to the point where there has to be one guy who's taking over a game. They're all taking turns at this yeah. point. And, I mean, Caleb Mills, I, I believe is his name, he transferred from Houston. He's their, he was their best player. Mm-hmm. And he, he transferred from Houston midseason. Yeah. So. I got to take that back, by the way. I think Mitchell, is he's since the tournament started, he's upped his fucking three-point game to... Uh, on the season, he is now, f- he went from 45% up to 49.5%. So 
So he's gained four and a half percent since the tournament started shooting threes. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, he, dude, this I dude's gained, on I gained four and a half shoot. on spring break too. With Roman every year, dude. Yeah, Roman.com. Get, Roman. get Roman. Drinking bros. You get your uh, dick on. Uh, so we're all in agreement here that it's Gonzaga Baylor. Where mm-hmm. do you think that line opens up at, Alex? Man, I would say probably around five and a half is what I think. Eight, six, six and a half to eight. I think. No, yes. no, no. Yeah. It is. So? It I is. think it's five and a half. It's, it, well, it's it depends eight. on how they play in these games. If Baylor has a really hard time putting uh, Houston away, then yeah, you might see an eight. What, eight. If, what if they both blow them out though? Where do you, where do you got this? Five and a half. Uh, if Gonzaga blows it out again, yep. UCLA another Pac-12. Yep. I mean, I, I I see an eight. I mean, I call my boy Jay Root and uh, he who ca- caps the games and ask him. But I mean, I got to be honest. I feel like eight. Six and a half to eight sounds about right now. For, a, for so. a national championship, yeah. it's just so high. Um, my God, man. So you think it's closer to like four and a half, five? Yes, I, I would say four and a half. That's where I'm going to lean on this. I think it'll be wow. five and a half. Wow. Yep. Yeah, regardless of the outcomes of these games, unless Baylor has a really hard time, I think it's going to be five and a half because Gonzaga, everybody agrees with what these guys have been saying this whole season, that it's Gonzaga and then Baylor and then everybody else. Right. You know what I mean? And it really feels that way. This tournament seems to have borne out that as well, right? There's been no evidence to the contrary, so it's got, you got to think that. And what does that mean to be a tier above? That means about five points ahead. Yeah, I, I, again, I've got it at four and a half here. Uh, what about you, uh, Hop Bob? Uh, what, what I think the line's going to be, I guess it depends on uh, what. It's got to depend partly on what they think people are going to bet too, right? Yeah. Like it's not just what well, who they're they trying to tease win. people into betting because yeah. th- it's really fucking weird to me that the Ken Palm line is so off from the. No, Vegas is trying to manipulate the yeah, market from, for from sure. the Vegas yeah. line on, on Baylor. Of Houston. course, it's yes. a, it's a yes. business. They're doing yes. that on purpose. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. So I, man, I, I, I just I'll probably agree with Monaco. I think maybe a lot of people underestimate Baylor and they'll just see two losses and they'll be like seven points. Fuck dude. Gonzaga's going to yeah. kick the shit out of them. Yeah. And mm. like, I'll take a double, like, cause that I bet a lot of lines like that. Like I like six to eight point lines. A lot of times when I think it's definitely going to be a double digit win, mm. I'll be like, fuck Oh, that's a double digit win for yeah. sure. And I'll just take, so I think a lot of people might look at that and be like, Oh, Gonzaga, like dude, they always win by double digits. Fuck. I'll take that in a second. Not realizing that Baylor's fucking good. Okay. So, so Alex, Let's say that lead line comes in somewhere from where we've said anywhere from four and a half to eight, eight, right? Who do you take in that uh, Gonzaga versus Baylor? I think you got to take the points. I mean, just the way you guys know college basketball Mm. well. I mean, you've been on Baylor. Half the cast has Baylor the finals. Mm -hmm. I certainly did not. Um, I underestimated the right side. I thought Illinois was going to get there. I think you got to take the points. I think that is the exciting moment of the whole weekend. I know it's on Monday, but that is the game we're all looking forward to. And yes. I think Baylor being, again, the, the best three-point field goal shooting percentage team, I think it it's a high-scoring game, actually. It's exciting. I think maybe it ends 77-71, something like that. But I would probably just take the points. See, this is where I lose. I, like, root <laughs> for not my wallet, but yeah. what I want to happen. Yeah. A, for a fan consumer and for a little bit of content. Chuck Liddell calls I think I, that a I would root bet. for a good game, so I would take the points. Do you think the, the pressure, though, going into that last game, assuming it is Gonzaga like we all think, of, of having a perfect season gets to them at all? Yeah, I mean, also, let's talk about Mark Few's been in the Final Four once. I mean, how many solid teams and random dudes in the league from Gonzaga and he, he's gone to the final four once that's why I literally my whole theory of, of breaking it down was they're gonna do better than they should 
because uh, in at least in recent past because of the short small quarter filled stadium there's no they're playing in the pacific northwest in these games the environment is not getting to them scotcher yeah. has never been yeah scott scotcher has never been um and the other thing too and this is some insider info because we we own a ticket company drinkingbrostickets.com uh i got off the phone with benny who is there right now mm. uh, benny said the only tickets that are available are being sold directly through the teams themselves so if you went to one of these schools, you're, you're going to get tickets, but there's not going to be any fucking people in this goddamn thing. So, you know, I, I, I mean, well, yeah, what do you Gonzaga. guys think? I mean, Gonzaga, I think Gonzaga in the pass versus this team. I mean, where do you where do you put any merit on the pass? No. But I, I think with nobody in the gym, it helps Gonzaga. Maybe because yeah, there's no pressure. So I mean, Gonzaga, Gonzaga beat stacked. So I don't think it matters either way. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I mean they're so fucking good. Like this, yeah. this is this is they're going to win. They're going to go undefeated. And there's going to be that question, are they the greatest college basketball team of all time? Yeah, of all time, maybe, yeah. Yeah. And then because they're white, they're going to say no. Yeah. Well, because they're going to send nobody to the NBA, they're going to say well, no. No, no, no. no. Suggs is Suggs and Kispert are both lotto picks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see. I mean, we'll see if they actually dude, get good in the NBA. Is Kispert is, is a not – like, Kispert could be like a Mike Miller type. I don't know yeah. what Suggs is going to be. And do. then Timmy will probably – Can know, he play defense? get him in the second round. If be you, a Mike Miller type. Or you could be like a free agent <laughs> if somebody signs. Yeah. Um, so you're in on Gonzaga winning the national championship. By the way, Gonzaga. Yeah, I think I've been on. I, I hammered it. I hammered a minus 220 to, mm. to make the final four. I thought that was a lock. Them to win it all. I had it. And I also, I had them to win it all before Elite Eight. You could get it at a just right around even money. I was like, what? Plus 125 or something on FanDuel? I know. You guys are dancing for my bookie. Oh, that's but fine. Either I was yeah, all no, that's fine. Don't, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Um, uh, Anthony Holloway, Gonz- who do you got? Gonzaga beats uh, our Baylor, right? No, they didn't and, play. No, they, didn't, 20, they didn't play. No, no, that was the COVID game. In 2019, in the second round of the of the tournament, right? Uh, yes. So how far? That, that was Mark Few's first year. He already feels like you're talking about him being a good coach. Do you think that coaches get that in their head too? Are they in their own head? Because look, Harbaugh is in his own head with Ohio State. Clearly, they yeah. haven't beat him in fucking seven years. Eight. That's well, he hasn't beat him in seven years. Yeah, yeah. Right. So eight. eight who's counting? You know. He, uh, but he hasn't uh, been there eight years, right? Uh, it was the year before was. him. He lost the COVID. Lost. He quit this year, which was awesome. He bended the knee. Bent. Bent. Bent the knee. Yeah. Well, fuck. Uh, he did both. Yeah, so fuck him, I fuck her ball, dude. I don't know. You're talking about pedigree. This is only the second time that uh, Gonzaga's been to the Final Four, right? Yeah, but yeah. Baylor's but never been. Baylor's never been. Well, they've been 1950, right? It was the last <laughs> right, time. Yeah, if you were going to call that a tournament, but I mean, I wonder if that's in their head. The only fucking they haven't played each other. So what? What happens? What, what are the guys using for bullet board stuff to motivate themselves, or what's psyching them out? I always ask those questions. I think Mark Few's probably a better coach, right? Probably a better yeah. coach. Yeah. He's got his team better. Although, he's got a better team. I feel like we always underestimate Scott Drew and don't really talk about what he walked into. I mean, he can make his fucking bones right here. Even yeah. If, yeah. if they even make a good showing against Gonzaga and hold it to within four or five points, I think he's done his job and Baylor's going to have a good year next year too, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, but you have Gonzaga winning it all, correct? For sure. Okay. There's an, I, there, I can't imagine. Baylor's got to play an absolutely perfect game. But look, the, the potential for them to play what we would call a perfect game is pretty high because their perfect game includes high volume, high percentage fucking three-pointers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, that's like when Houston Rockets, when they had that squad together, got hot. You're not beating them. It doesn't right. matter what the fuck you do because they're going to hit 23, 25 three-pointers. You can't defend that. Paper hands, Dan. Who do you got? National championship. Who's Zag- the winner? Zags. Take, okay. it right, take it right now. Minus 260 or two. Minus two forty on my bookie. Yeah, it's yeah. minus two forty. That's the, that's the best odds you're gonna get. Lay the minus two forty and sleep easy. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, hot Bob. I've been on Baylor all year. I'm I'm, I'm sticking with Baylor. Uh, the one thing I the one why thing, so I'm I'm betting on Baylor to by be the way. defined. But I think yeah. Gonzaga's going to win. Okay. I'm, I'm betting on Baylor because before the season started, I said Baylor's going to well, win. Well, you already you already bet before the season started, yeah. so you don't have a choice. I'm like doubling down. Yeah, yeah. You can always oh, hedge. You're going to double down. You okay. Can hedge. Yeah. What What about you, Hobbs? Uh, I I just I've been on Baylor all year. I like their guards better, even though Suggs and Kisper are the shit. I think their guards are more uh, like so. Gonzaga is a brilliant passing team, and they're like, but that's more of a system thing. Like. Baylor's guards, just as athletes, to me, are, are better. The one huge advantage Gonzaga has is Drew Timmy. I'm, even though I'm picking Baylor to win, I'm smashing whatever the points and rebounds are on Drew Timmy's overs for that mm. game. Or Drew Timmy's uh, whatever bets are for that game because uh, I think Baylor's biggest dude is like 6'9", six, 6'8". Six, so Timmy's got two to three inches, and he's obviously the shit. But, uh, yeah, man, I just think Baylor is Baylor's the best team Gonzaga's played all year and obviously vice versa, but Gonzaga hasn't played anybody like Baylor. Right. Anybody. I feel, like Bob, I feel like Hot Bob's got the Good Burger secret sauce on the yeah. panel, man. I feel like you got you got this dial. I, well, I also <laughs> just got to fucking stick with it. And the one thing that, that I do like is that... Uh, well, first off, you were talking about Houston beating Baylor earlier. You were, you were talking to yourself into fucking Houston like, winning the I national think that's championship. A, I think that's a bad matchup for Baylor. I, that, and it's not necessarily that Baylor's like not that good. It's just, a, it's just an awkward fit in a lot of ways. Who's, whose rebounds were you asking about? What do you mean? Uh, you. Oh, Timmy, uh, Timmy yeah. Drew Timmy's uh, for the prop bets or whatever. Let me see. For, for, the, uh, uh, for, championship. The, for the championship, though. Dude, oh, so yeah. UCLA's not that much bigger. Riley's like a beast inside, but he's still 6'9", and Timmy's – I like the points especially. I, will, I agree with Monaco on, on the Timmy over for points in, against UCLA. Timmy's the most consistent one, and they don't have that great of an inside presence. Um, even though uh, Mo – or not Mo Wagner. What, what's the kid's name? The other Wagner. It's 19 and a half, yeah. minus 114 for Timmy uh, points. Ooh. Uh, little Wagner only had, what, three points? 19 and yeah. a half Against a UCLA? Yeah, 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 yeah. Seven and a half rebounds, though, at minus 130 for Timmy. That, that's – I'd take that. Yeah. Set over seven and a half, I'd take that. Yeah. But, uh, but Baylor, third best team in the country at turning people over. Mm. Their guards are fucking fast as shit yeah. on both ends of the floor. Athletic. Even though there's not going to be a lot of people there, and I do agree with you, uh, Alex, that probably what they played North Carolina in the final last time, RIP Roy hmm. Williams. North Carolina travels. He's not dead, bitch. He retired. North Carolina yeah. travels. Well, it sounded yeah. like he died in his press conference. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, North true. Carolina travels. Like That's like, a, that's like if uh, UCF played Bama in the national championship game in football. Like, UCF travels, I know. Fuck that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <sighs> But no, great so, point. I mean, that was half my reason for taking the Bucks, not to switch sports, but over the the Chiefs. I'm like, they got to psychologically get in yeah. the the Mines Super Bowl in Missouri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, all, all week. And but, also, uh, Tom Brady. Well, Brady's at home with no wife yeah. and kids. Also, just want to mention UCF's actually undefeated against Alabama. Oh my god! Okay, one enough. Anyway, Shut anyway. the fuck up. <laughs> one enough. That's fucking. You know I've got a gun, right? Yeah. I was gonna say waterboard him with milk. Actually. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. he's that old. That's PTSD. Um, <laughs> Just stating facts. Dude, the number the number one three point offense, the number three turnover defense. Their guards are easily, easily, easily the best athletes Gonzaga will have played all year. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I like I like Baylor. It's gonna be a shocker. And I do think what I was gonna say was even though there's not a big crowd, I do think the moment is gonna be like this is fucking it, man. This is it. It's happened. So before. maybe go first half under and right. If everybody's a little nervous and twitchy and shit, it first half be, under sounds yeah, like a good Yeah, Baylor will be the same way. Yeah. Like, what has what Baylor proven that they're well, not Baylor, gonna... Baylor takes it to the hole a lot, too. When they get in trouble, that's... that. So here's the problem with these guys. 
they, when they get in trouble, they just pass the ball around at the top. If they would fucking, when they get in trouble, go back to the basics. Go back to getting the ball to the hole. Who cares if you make the free throws? Get them in foul right. trouble or whatever. They lose that. You see those stretches. What do they go, eight minutes without points? Yeah, uh, Baylor. The other game? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, like eight straight minutes without points. You cannot allow that shit that to happen. That can't happen. And guess what Gonzaga does well? Fucking, they're everything. consistent. Everything. Every everything. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. I, I think their defense, like Houston's three-point defense, is a little bit of a mirage because of their schedule. They have the number five ranked defense. Maybe. I, I don't think I wouldn't put it that high. I Do don't you, think it's as good as you, that. So Houston in their last game shot 32 three point shots. Yeah. Do you think that neutralizes their rebounding advantage because the, of long rebounds going to the very fast guards on Baylor's team? I just have faith in, in Houston's rebounding in general. How was a, a super hot USC three point shooting team against uh, Gonzaga, <laughs> Rob? Yeah. It went away. It went away. <laughs> it, it did go away. Uh, my final bets. Uh, for the national championship is uh, I'm throwing 5K on Gonzaga at minus 240. I mean, just lock that is it. my lock biggest. It up. That is my biggest bet of the the weekend, and the reason being is I still think there is an outside shot that Houston knocks off Baylor. There's a shot, yeah. If, I, if I, I think happens. it's a one possession game, and I don't know what's going to happen. Therefore, all of my money, my big boy money. 5K is going on that minus 240. Yeah, that's yeah. easy. For Gonzaga, that way it eliminates the possibility of, of Houston uh, possibly beating Baylor. Now, as a, as a fan of college basketball, I want to see Gonzaga versus Baylor in yeah. the championship because th- those are the two very best teams there is. Right. And if Houston makes it to the finals, it's, it's going to be a 12 be a, to 14 point spread again. Correct. Yeah. It'll yes. be a and I don't want to bet blowout. on that. Yeah. 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 And I, but I don't want to bet on a 14 point no one national else is, championship No one else game. is going to bet on it either. Right. 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 Vegas right. definitely doesn't want Baylor to lose this game. Yes. For sure. No one does. No. Um, they'll, I, they'll get like 60% of the bets they normally would have. You know what I, mean? I, no I, I agree. Way. I agree. So um, Houston's would, an awkward fucking matchup they in general. Are, they Just are. In general. I'm with Bob. It's, nice. it's an awkward matchup, man. And and I wouldn't. Which side are you? It on? wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> I'm on Baylor, but I'll tell you, even if Houston makes the final, that's still an awkward matchup for Gonzaga. No, that no, defense it's is really not. It is. It's really no, not. No, Gonzaga Houston wins fucking all day long. Blows. I don't know how they've made it. I mean, obviously, cakewalk to the final four. Should have lost to Rutgers. Um, still mad about that. Yeah, yeah. Not, and look, it's, it's over. We're, we are at the Final Four. Any last-minute surprises here to, to wrap up the show, Alex? Anything that we should, we should be looking for? I just want to know if you guys have some sort of Dan Patrick wheel of doom for you guys. Little little side bets with the drinking bros. Oh, little, well, so we have those all the time. Within the games, he, he's wearing be- a Liberty jersey. So in the first round, he was so convinced that Liberty was going to win <laughs> that he has to wear this jersey for 30 days straight. Now, in fairness, I did buy this from an actual former Liberty player. So it does come from a player. But he's yeah. what, what day are you on now in this jersey? It's been about... A week? A week. Yeah, about a week. It's been about a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking uh, fake Dan here had to uh, drink a gallon of milk. When UCF played BYU in the bowl game, <laughs> uh, I took I, like I was pretty convinced we were going to smoke them. Uh, however, five minutes before the game was announced, our I believe all our receivers and cornerbacks uh, decided not to play. Yeah. <laughs> So, of course... Uh, he had to drink a gallon of... A full gallon of milk, whole milk, on the show in under an hour. He did it in right. 52 minutes. Yeah. I don't know what your toilet looked like. Now, he's got... That. Just to What's recap, he's got Crohn's disease. That's not... We didn't make that I up. know. I Dude, this is Dumb and Dumber scene act one, yeah. man. Yeah, I, yeah. It takes me right back to Mary Swamp. <laughs> yeah. Now, don't let Ross get over on you because I've fucked his entire life up several times. Correct. <laughs> I <laughs> lost... So, I'm a Falcons fan. Uh, I was also at that game. Um, Falcons, Patriots, Super Bowl. 
I had to get a perm. So I, I had to go in and, and physically get a perm. But you leaned into it. Yeah, like I, he so grew I grew a mustache and what, with the it. Tiger's hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full yeah, Tom yeah, Selleck. Yeah, yeah. full for Tom like, Selleck, full everything. Um, so I had to get that. I yeah. lost uh, an Oregon spread. I fucking hate betting on the Trap 12. Yeah. I hate it. I hate betting on all Pac-12 teams. I call it the Trap 12. Um, I, I lost. I said, if Oregon blows one more fucking cover in, in football, I will dye my hair blonde and grow a mustache like Steve Prefontaine from Oregon, from Coos Bay. You know? So I lived that with... That lasted for four well, fucking we, months. We, do- like. we dovetailed that into the summer of Swayze, where you dressed like Patrick Swayze for a couple of months as well. Yes. And then this hat that I'm currently wearing, because a lot of people are asking, like, what the fucking deal with this hat? Another bet with my neighbor. House got flooded and had to get everything, you know, the remainder of the clothes out of there. There's always what? things in the back of your closet where you're like, why the fuck did I ever buy that and or still own it? And so this was the hat that was in, I, I don't know where I got this, when I got this or whatever. My next door neighbor for, for helping me clean out yesterday goes, look, I want you to wear that hat on both shows and prove that you're a, a real man who, who did buy this hat in this life. And I did. I put the fucking hat on. It fits like a glove. It's from our old company, by the way. Is it really? Yeah, it's Rowdy Gentleman. What a fucking shitty hat, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, so that's so, the reason why we went under, you know? Here we are. So if you're talking about crazy bets, yes, we do all of the things on that's this amazing. show. I got to watch. If I could follow those lives while you guys are dancing, I'm in. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, throw, I'll throw some love on Look, the, this the guy, IG story. You can't, sure you, you guys, you can't get enough of gambling on the fucking nine sports that you gamble on 24 hours a day. <laughs> now you're trying to get involved in our personal lives and gamble on that Give too? me some side <laughs> act. You should see my buddy not closing at the bar. Will he even open a conversation with a girl? <laughs> Plus two fifty. I'll take the action. Will he leave his debit card at the bar? Minus five thousand. Yeah. Minus one ten. I love it. How about, uh, a little how, bit of wait, wait, hang on. A little bit of breaking news here. I want to get your thoughts yeah. on this? Major League Baseball just moved their All Star game out of Georgia over the voting Jesus law. Jesus Christ! Who cares? The voting because they want people to have ID. Yes. So if if your position is, I said this before, but if your position is that. Uh, certain groups are having trouble getting ID, so you don't want them to have to use it to vote. No, you just get them ID, man. Pay you, for it. I'll pay for it. you got to show ID in the stadium if you want to get a fucking beer. Yeah, like, what, what are I'll, we doing? We can, we can start a GoFundMe and pay for the IDs. Yeah. Right, if that's a big deal. Last bit of breaking news here. Poirier signed uh, the deal with McGregor for the trilogy, yep. so that is on. That is Yay. officially on. And uh, What's the ca- How would you cap that real quick? I'm going to cap it by, is? I don't give a shit. I, I'm tired of Conor McGregor. I, I think McGregor's done. I, I follow his Instagram. When you were working out every day on a yacht and then doing push-ups on the beach and that's your training sesh yeah. every day, you're not in it, man. Hard you, you times. Gotta, yeah, make hard it's like, what do you got real quick? What do you think of that? Because Seinfeld always talks about how it's, it, it gets harder and harder for a, a rich, wealthy comedian to be funny because he becomes farther and farther away from reality. Like bringing that into Connor, his whole drive was getting the money, if you will, or yep. whatever you want to call it. He got the money. And now he's so cow soft like me over here. Mm. Like, I, I mean, what do you, or fake Dan drinking milk? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, dude. But no, but like, how, how do you, what are your thoughts on that? Cause it's crazy. The drop off is crazy. Yeah, he's a sure. fed man now. And that's yeah. all I can say. Hard, it, yep. it is. Yeah. Hard, but Dustin's on like maybe one of the most disrespected runs in UFC history where you yeah, just look is. at like the, the names he's knocked off in the last, I don't know, fucking three or four years. And it's pretty impressive. Do you want to name some of them? He's going to leave us in suspense. Yeah. Uh, Gaethje. <laughs> Justin Gaethje, yep. Max Holloway, yep. Dan Hooker, yep. obviously Connor, Eddie mm-hmm. Alvarez, uh, Anthony Pettis, Jim Miller. It's quite uh, the list. Like the, his last loss, his only loss in that run was to Habib, who's obviously going to beat everybody. Yeah, you're not going to so. beat him. No, no, not at all. George, do you have a microphone over there? No. 
No, you don't. Okay. Uh, just out of, out of curiosity here, because uh, Giorgio follows nothing in basketball, uh, also follows nothing in football. On this panel here, I was the only one that took Tampa Bay, and so did Giorgio, and he knows nothing about it, right? Who do you have in this final four here, knowing nothing about any of these teams? You've probably never seen one game this whole fucking year. Pop, pop on in. You can come on here. Yeah, come on in. Sit in his lap like a child. And who do you got? Who do you got? So, all feelings, no facts. Mm-hmm. All feelings, no facts. Does Houston go on this run? <laughs> Houston to win it all. You heard it out of Giorgio. Uh, if you Giorgio, want to, if you it. want to take money out of your pocket and throw it on Giorgio, he's been right twice this year. So. Our, I mean, one of our guys too, uh, Cooper. When we were doing uh, our college basketball show, he usually switches, and uh, we asked him. He knows nothing about pretty much any sport, but he took Oregon State to the Final Four. Oh, really? He was pretty close. Was pretty yeah. fucking close. Yeah. That's, uh, that's crazy. Uh, shout out to Oregon State, by the way, for covering that last minute three. That, yep. was, that, was, my, that was a two grand bet for me, that game. Uh, Alex, where, where can everybody find you, man? You're entertaining as fuck. Oh, thank you, man. I'm, I'm on Colin Coward's new podcast network, At The Volume Sports, with uh, Keep Tlaib's on it. Mm. Renee, who's married to Moxley in the WWE, is on it. Uh, she's great. Jenkins and Jones, I'm on there. So, yeah, at Moneyline Monaco or at Alex Monaco. We got the alliteration going on with the money line, even though I'm taking against the spread L's left and right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, this, the podcast is called Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. Uh, you can type that in on on iTunes or just check it out. Check out the volume sports and uh, follow the network. Akib Talib was I uh, commented on my uh, backdoor cover. I was going ballistic on camera, and he's like, "Backdoor cover, lolol." So Talib knows what's up, baby. A little backdoor cover for the boys. Yeah, I love those backdoor covers. Uh, Thanks for being here today, Alex. No, thank you, guys. Hey, you could have picked a lot of heads to come back on. Dan, I appreciate you yeah, throwing man. me love on you're, IG you're all one. the time. Thank you. You guys are great. And, yeah. hey, you ever come out to San Diego, man? I got you on a little downtown Petco Park experience. <laughs> Anytime, little, take out the board. Obviously, I'm uh, I'm a decent wingman. You know, get on my uh, Starsky and Hutch, little wedding crashers, if anyone's single on the panel. Best Mexican food. What, what do you, what do you got? Who's best Mexican in, uh, in San Diego. I mean, it's pick a Roberto's, really. There's so many money. I mean, I'm, I'll probably go with. I'll shout out Tio Leo's, though, the, my homies that work there uh, in Point Loma. Great spot down there. For, one of the best chips and salsa you'll, you'll find. Okay. Okay. Uh, fake Dan. Hot Bob. We appreciate you letting us uh, join your college basketball show today. Are you guys doing live watches for the game this weekend? Uh, I don't believe maybe Monday. Probably Monday for the championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. So tune into that. Uh, please uh, go to iTunes, rate the show a five star, and leave a quick review. That'll help keep us in the charts uh, for Drinking Bros Sports. For Alex Monaco, D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway, Big Dan, Hot Bob. I'm Ross Patterson. We are the Drinking Bros. Good night, everyone. Nah.